Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Prime Headlines is brought to you by Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some with spices. Yes, sir. Coming up tonight, Ghana could face a power crisis soon if the government fails to settle debt with the West African Gas Pipeline Company. Enough gas for our generation as we speak. We don't have enough gas. Also, fears of a possible closure of the renal unit of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital dashed as Finance Minister approves payment of 4 million cities to settle Kolebu's debt to consumable supply. The MOH has since made a request to the Minister of Finance to settle the total indebtedness of the 4 million Ghana cities. More from Parliament where the minority have been accusing government and the Health Minister of poor leadership on the matter. The problem at Kolebu Teaching Hospital, I see it as leadership failure. But are MPs willing to approve an increase in the cost of dialysis treatment to more than 700 cities? I'm happy the minister himself acknowledged that that contract with FMC needs to, they are, they are looking at it. That is where the problem of Kolebu starts. Also, Asin North MP James Jachikwesen is back in court with his lawyers raising concerns about the perceived unfairness and arbitrary conduct of the High Court judge overseeing his criminal trial. But what we want to place on record is that the cause had been unfair today. We have not been dealt with 
and giving the right to exercise our uh, 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 legal rights as it's supposed to be. We have details as the MP said to have been flown to Canada for a critical health emergency and uh, Parliament to look into sword mining contract awarded to Electrochem and whether it will be viable to renegotiate and allow locals to mine also. Minister of Interior should brief the House on that one. After that brief, if there's a need for the Committee of Defense and Interior to look further, we will give the appropriate directions. At 8 p.m., Emma Davis will be joining us with Prime Business. And economist Professor Lord Mensah is predicting the introduction of new taxes in the 2024 budget. Um, from where I sit, yes, I expect government to, I mean, as, a, as part of the fiscal responsibility, you know, structures that we've adapted with the IMF, um, to introduce some taxes on, um, to increase, I mean, revenue here and there. Razak Muzba will be coming your way with Prime Sports at 8.30. Well, Captain Andrea, you return to the Black Star squad as under fire head coach Christine names team for upcoming World Cup qualifiers against Madagascar and Comoros. We are the home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please stay with us for details. Join News Prime Headlines was brought to you by don't take risks use a condom every time and thanks to malatu i kicked out malaya one time some spices yes sir. ghana may face a power crisis soon if the government fails to pay a debt owed to the west african gas pipeline company wako Minister of Energy Dr. Matthew Pukuprempe explained that electricity production has been hampered because WAPCO has restricted gas transportation from the western region. It will be recalled that the gas supply was recently cut off due to debt owed to the West African Gas Pipeline Company, leaving several regions of the country in total darkness. The situation was re- reversed after Ghana and WAPCO reached an agreement on how the arrears will be paid. Energy Minister Dr. Maitu Opoku Prempe has now revealed that the situation of the recent power cuts is as a result of over-reliance on gas-only powered thermal plants, unlike previously, that the generation was supported by liquid fuel. Dr. Opoku Prempe therefore emphasized that the availability of power in the country will now be determined by the timeliness in the payment for gas supply by the West African Gas Company. We don't have enough gas for our generation as we speak. We don't have enough gas. Uh, because we are so much dependent upon somebody providing you the gas and the gas wants you to pay, we are the beck and call of the West Africa gas pipeline. If you don't give them their money on time, they cut you. Or they restrict your ability to even put your own gas through the system. So as we speak, this is a major challenge for us that from the West, we have gas there we cannot put in because West Africa gas power system uh, pipeline company is not allowing us, it's restricting us. And that's why sometimes we find that there are challenges with power uh, networks. Dr. Opoku Prempe, however, indicated that in the midst of all these challenges, the MPP government has been able to manage the situation. It is now in Sudokra. Somebody engaged me two weeks ago 
because the power was out for 45 minutes in the person's house. As soon as it was out, the person called, Hey, Napoleon, come here. But this was the person who lost out of her business because some, under some previous government, for four years, he couldn't get electricity to do that. He couldn't pay for fuel for generation. Sometimes you wish, you wish that we could leave that period for one month and come into this period and so that people won't talk again. But I cannot wish that for Ghanaians. We want the lights to be on. When you want it, when you switch prayer, it comes. When you switch off, it goes. But we want people to be more considerate in using energy efficient devices so that we don't waste uh, power. But when you look at the. Meanwhile, speaking on the recent fuel hike that has caused several agitations across the country, Dr. Poko Prempe added that. The introduction of the Gold for Oil initiative has contributed to stabilizing fuel prices, leading to a suspension of these agitations by Ghanaians. In the history of this country, petrol is only at the of the Dunkirk-Kufano's government is when petroleum prices hit 22 cities plus and has come down to as low as 13 cities and below. It's never happened. Thanks to the good work MPA is doing, because whereas in the last two years, three years, even European countries shot petrol and they were accused and prices went all over the place. We in Ghana didn't suffer that. And even when we started suffering it, we could introduce policy. And that is the purpose of a government, to introduce policy that benefits everybody, for everybody and not the few. So the work of MPA has a direct bearing on Trotro Price, College Tracks, STC, Aeroplane, and Fisherfolk. So we moved from... as we speak now, in terms of total indebtedness or power that we have consumed, we are inching around almost 15 billion Ghana cities that we have not paid. WAPCO is just the one that just takes the gas and drinks. Even with that, when we were asked to just do a minimum payment of 8.31, we could not do. That's the first point. The second part that we should even be more worried is the fact that from the beginning of the year up to today, as we speak, our dependable capacity now is 3,407. Uh, Meanwhile, sorry, 3,407. Meanwhile, at peak, we are, we are consuming in the neighborhood of 3,561. As at Wednesday, 8.55, we did not have enough power to give to Ghanaians. So when you see that there are sections of the country going up between 6 and 10 is because as we speak now from the beginning of the year up to now that we have a power generation deficit not only because of gas but just simply that we do not have enough power and so uh, the minister must be candid and he should not create the impression that seems to suggest that oh it is when there's rain and then somebody's power trips then for about 10 minutes 15 minutes they start calling 
we have a problem. We had warned on this, but because they had moved on the tangent of excess capacity, excess capacity, they refused to put in contingency measures to ensure that we begin to start seeing how we can up our, what do you call it, our generation capacity. And I, as I speak, our, our growth rate in terms of power, power consumption is so high. We are doing around 12% annually. And we do not have a corresponding addition in terms of that. That is why for about 11 months now, we have had deficit in terms of generation. So when you see your lights off in your area, it is not a localized one. Mm. It is just that because of the lack of transparency of this government, they will not allow Gritco to publish a low shedding, uh, uh, what they call it, plan for Ghana. Because the moment they do that, then their rhetoric, like what the, uh, what, what the minister is saying, cannot hold. So they will bully Great Great Code not to do that. But currently, we have a huge problem. There was some good news to kidney patient in Kolebu. Health Minister Kweku Ajimameno has informed Parliament that Finance Minister Ken Ofori Atta has approved a payment of 4 million cities to the Kolebu Teaching Hospital to settle a debt owed to eight consumable supplies. The outpatient department of the renal unit was closed for months with 19 renal patients dying during the period. The hospital refused to comply with an order to open the unit for almost a week due to the debt. According to Kwekwajman Menu, the debt is set to be settled to allow the hospital operate without a challenge. Kwekwasante reports from Parliament. Health Minister Kweku Ajman Menu also informed MPs government is backing Kolebu Teaching Hospital to renegotiate its contract with a South African consumable supplier which has monopoly for the supply of the consumables. The Kulebu Teaching Hospital, in consultation with the Minister of Health, has initiated discussions with FMC for review of the current contract for more flexible payment options and the more structured supply of consumables to avoid excessive delays and to ensure delivery of the outstanding 45 dialysis machines and auxiliary equipment to boost the service being rendered. So, Speaker, in the meantime, the RGU has been opened to the public since Monday, 6 November 2023, to add patients as directed by the Ministry. The MOH has since made a request to the Ministry of Finance to settle the total indebtedness of the 4 million Ghana cities. And the good news now is that the Minister for Finance has just approved the disbursement of this 4 million to support our patients in Kolebu. Well, NDC MPs were not excited about government's handling of the whole situation. The problem at Kolebu Teaching Hospital, I see it as leadership failure. I see it as government not being responsible for the health of the people of this country. MP for Asawasi, Muntaka Mubarak, does not believe Kolebu has justified this proposed hike of the price for dialysis treatment. If you take, for example, the fees and charges that we gave, 380, yes, over the period, there may be some challenges, uh, what we call exchange rate difficulties, but Confanochi is operating with the same 380, and they've not closed the unit. Yes, I will agree, Confanochi has, I think, about 10 machines, but largely you go and you have between two to eight that are working at a time. But Confanoti is operating with that. If you go to Brekum, where you have the Catholic Hospital, even though this house 
gave a fees and charges of 380. Mr. Speaker, they are charging 350. They are charging 350 and they are able to operate. Now you come to Kalebu, where it is the state that is paying for the specialist, the state that is uh, uh, having the, uh, what do you call the infrastructure, and all the nurses and all of that. They are making us believe that the only way Kalebu units can operate is to charge up to about 900. Mr. Speaker, I'm happy the minister himself acknowledged that that contract with FMC needs to, they are, they are looking at it. That is where the problem of Kalobu starts. There is now calls from within government for the finance minister to stop capping funds belonging to the NHIS. The kidney failure, the liver failures, even some diseases, every country controls its own destiny, so to speak. So let's have a national conversation, look at the funding of health insurance, and the finance minister has no business capping, capping, uh, what do you call it, the NHIR because it's unconscionable. Renal patients, some of whom were in parliament, reacted to the minister's address. Uh, we thank God that the four billion will be released by the minister of finance to pay that debt Kulibu was owing. That created a lot of problem for us that the unit was closed down on May 22nd this year. I didn't hear or see any um, you know policy direction talking about um, tax waivers or what government authorities are doing to make sure we have a lot of the machines in the system at least 19 persons died within the period that the Kolebu teaching hospital closed the OPD of its renal unit now that has been opened and government is paying the 4 million Ghana cities that it owed the suppliers of consumables to the facility. The renal patients are asking government to do all they can to end the debts. They are also asking government to consider putting treatment for kidney diseases on the National Health Insurance Scheme. And as you've heard, it has come up strongly on the floor with MPs asking the finance minister to stop the capping of the NHIS funds to allow NHIS get enough money to be able to move in and assist these patients. Reporting for Joy News. Kweku Asante, Parliament House, Accra. Still on dialysis crisis, many outpatients with kidney problems seeking to undergo dialysis at the Kofanochi Teaching Hospital are compelled to queue for several hours due to inadequate dialysis machines at the hospital. The renal department of the hospital has in the past years operated with only two machines to serve the hundreds of outpatients and admitted cases. Speaking of Love FM, nephrologist, at the hospital, Dr. Elliot Granting Tunnel said the situation is constricting quality delivery of medical care to outpatients with acute kidney problems. Yeah, that scenario you painted is, is, a, is, a, is an hourly scenario, it's a daily scenario, it's a weekly, it's, it, we see it all the time. And it's all because even the people who are on admission, we have situations where you have more than two people needing, you know, uh, acutely, we call it dialysis, and they will not be able to sometimes, you find me calling the nurses and negotiating, oh, I beg, ask for this patient, try and manage some one hour craft for the patient, you know, to be able to, because if we don't do it today, I cannot guarantee this patient will be alive tomorrow. So it, it, is, it is really difficult, and I think that is the situation which calls for, again, a national conversation uh, for us to see how best we can get, you know, solutions to it. That scenario is a daily scenario. We
it's, it's virtually what happens every day and that makes us sometimes very uncomfortable and again that is why the moment the patient has been discharged from the hospital then they may have to find a peripheral facility to attend or else then they will have to come and keep queuing and keep waiting and sometimes they cannot be sure because if you come from outside and of course there's an ICU patient or there's a patient who needs it more than you um, as doctors we are supposed to track and try and put the person who needs it more than you ahead of you so you end up waiting virtually the whole day and then that is why probably would you be advised to try and find some facility elsewhere uh, to attend away from that parliament land and forestry committee as well as mines and energy committee is set to look into the sword mining contract awarded to the Electrochem Ghana Limited and advise the House on the possibility of allowing locals to mine alongside the company. A shooting incident in the Sege in the greater Accra region has left one person dead and several others injured. The incident is reportedly rooted in a feud between Electrochem Ghana Limited and residents of Adan, MP for Sege Christian Kolete Otute, um, who delivered a statement on the floor about the incident asked Parliament to investigate the disturbance and push to allow the indigents of Adar to benefit from the natural resource in their land. It is extremely alarming that these hardworking individuals who are simply trying to make a living have, been, have become targets of violence. Mr. Speaker, the reports I received indicated that the residents were in their with your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes choice of JVC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fries, small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. Sites and long-haired sources of livelihood since 1960. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires goal for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. And all of a sudden, a team of known men from Electrochem Company and a police patrol team appear at the scene 
and tried to seize their working tools, which resulted in the firing of gun shots, killing one of them. The South women play vital roles in our local economy and should not have to live in fear while carrying out their work. Mr. Speaker, I further call upon the House to refer this unfortunate incident to the Defense and Interior Committee to probe these endless brutalities and make its finding known to the House. It is essential that we create an environment where every citizen can feel safe and secure. A member of parliament for Adana Comfort, Doyo Kujo, whose constituents are also affected by the consistent violence, made a passionate appeal to the owner of Electrochem, Daniel Macaulay, popularly known as Magdan, to allow indigents to mine the salt alongside his company. It has been allocated a place, uh, it allocated someone to work there. Mr. Speaker, we can say we don't want investors, but my, my view is when you go to uh, Ashanti region and there is land for gold, we also have that sort as white gold. And in the Ashanti region, they didn't give the whole allocation to Ashanti gold. There was space for the other people to do galancede. Mr. Speaker, Summer Lagoon, even our galancede does not pollute water. They should give a space for some of the indigenous so that they can also work to bring peace. And they can also work. The indigenous too, too should work. Our first Deputy Speaker of Parliament, Joseph Osewusu, directed two committees of the House to look into the sword mining contract awarded to Electrochem and whether it will be viable to renegotiate it and allow locals to also mine. He also ordered Interior Minister Ambrose Derry to brief the House on the violence that claimed to the life of one person. But I think the more critical issue is what is being raised by the of member for um, The natural resource is supposed to be for the state. But here are indigents living by this natural resource, feeding on it. Yes, it belongs to the state, but the state is up giving it to somebody else without regards to these other indigents. That's why I've been looking at the constitution, how we can look at. I'll direct the Minister for Interior to brief the House about the incident, how violence came to be perpetrated in that, who shot into the crowd, whether the police or the security of the private company. The Minister of Interior should brief the House on that one. After that brief, if there's a need for the Committee of Defense and Interior to look further, we will give the appropriate directions. But I suggest that, I don't know whether it lands and natural resource and mines and energy, to look at the whole leasehold agreement again and investigate and advise the House whether it is practicable to renegotiate and leave out some portion for the indigents, and whether if that is done, whether that will affect the viability of the of the business or not, if not, advice. 
And our two other stories, lawyers for Arsene North MP James Jatikwason have raised concerns about the perceived unfairness and arbitrary conduct of the High Court judge overseeing his criminal trial. The MP, Joe Quason, is currently facing charges of alleged perjury and forgery, despite the MP's absence due to a critical health emergency that necessitated his travel to Canada. His lawyers argue that the High Court judge has been unjust in ordering the continuation of the trial. They contend that the court's insistence on proceeding with the case, despite the MP's unavailability, is in disregard of the challenges posed by his health condition. But the court says the Assembly North legislator was offered all avenues to participate in the court proceedings. Virtually, Richard Kwajonyako of our Legal Affairs Desk was in court and has more in this report. In a long winding rope today in court, uh, Jim Jachikwesi, the Assembly Member of Parliament, was expected to be in court, but his lawyers indicated that he was undergoing some medical examination and has been flown out of the country to Canada, and so that is where he is receiving some treatment. But the court said that no reasonable excuse has been proffered. In fact, they also provided a link for Mr. Quaysen to join virtually, but Mr. Quaysen refused to join uh, today's proceedings. Lawyer for James Jachi Quaysen, Chachi Chikata, indicated that the judge was exhibiting symptoms of arbitrariness. The judge has been unfair, but the judge indicated that they have given all avenues for the proceedings to go on and and that's ordered Mr. Chachuchikata to go ahead to cross-examine the prosecution witness. Today is a very sad day for us as Ghanaians and of course the legal system of Ghana. You have a judge insisting despite clear evidence of medical report showing that the person is undergoing a test, medical test, and then the judge insists that despite that, um, I would disregard that and insist that you go ahead with the case without him. Even though we went ahead because we, would, we didn't want to disrespect the court, but the unfairness to insist on a, 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 a such an important case, we are doing cross-examination. And you said that you are serving the process today, go ahead. And that is this, this, the side of it, especially when there is evidence of medical condition. We don't necessarily say that a person, maybe he's sick on a wheelchair before you say he's sick. All of us walking here, do we know what is with us here? But what we want to place on record is that the cause had been unfair today. We have not been dealt with and given the right to exercise our uh, 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 legal rights as it's supposed to be. Because today you even saw that, oh, arrangement has been made for the uh, uh, accused person to be in court. How can you serve? The question is, by the legal practice, how can you serve a process on somebody today in the courtroom and say, insist that you must go on? Deputy Attorney General Alfred Chayabwa, who led the state prosecutors, indicated that they are in for whatever the court will say. In fact, they say that it is some kind of delay tactics that lawyers for Mr. Jim Jachi Kwesin are playing. They indicated that the prosecution witness has been in the dock for more than a year. They knew about the hearing, and that's the reason why they're even in court today. You also encourage us to say that the last time that we came and we met the judge in chambers, they said he was undergoing a medical test. 
it's different from saying that he was undergoing a medical something something relating to his health medical test we agreed we took an adjournment we, we've been in court today and what's the what's the story that is now i'll not say he's seriously but he's sick but we are not told there's no evidence to that effect the court then said we have to go on with the matter because our witness had been in the box since july 2022 one year five months or four months one witness in the witness box for one year four months and we think that we should still countenance such a practice no if they won't take it up on the pillars to say maybe they think that we are ready for them as i say we come to court to speak and talk law and nothing else if they take any legal point we're ready to confront them head on the case has been adjourned to the 15th of november reporting from the court complex my name is richard kujanyaku for joy news and here in the studio, I am Samuel Kojo Brace. This is the Joe News Prime. So to come here, conditions worsening for users and businesses around the store of Biche Belante, interchanging a crowd with traders within the Abosol Kaneshi and Graphic Road Enclave, saying the situation is impacting their health and businesses. Also, five drowning in the Afram River in the eastern region who will bring you details. All of this after the break. The malaria really knocked you down, eh? Charlie, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumefantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. About one third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs. Again, as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now to avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 
0809-863-161-3233, Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghana Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school. Mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are. Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. Every day, people have money emergencies. Mom, I need my school fees. Emergency. Mom, it's your money emergency. 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 Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, Charlie. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. That's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow. It has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Why? Syntex <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? When you're a little, days are extremely busy. Work. Traffic jams, meetings, conference calls. Luckily, our mom is here to take good care of us with day-by-day baby and day-by-day kids and their naturally active ingredients. 
Our skin is hydrated, soothed, and protected all day long. Yes. Welcome back from the break. Now, the Asantene Otunfo, said to the second, has lauded multimedia journalist Erastos Saridonko for his consistency in the fight against illegal mining. Acknowledging the threats the journalist endured in exposing characters behind the Galamse menace, the Asantene commended Erastos for his power of determination, hard work, and perseverance. He made a commendation when a team from the Kumasi unit of the Multimedia Group Limited presented Lawrence, won by Rastos at the 27th Awards of the Ghana Journalists Association. Clinton Yabua has more in the following reports. In a night filled with anticipation and excitement, the Ghana Journalists Association took center stage as Multimedia's Rastos Asaridonko received the coveted PAV and Journalist of the Year Award, as well as the Illegal Mining Reporter of the Year. Erastus has over the years committed to uncovering the ills of illegal mining to arable lands, forests, water bodies and the health of the populace. When he visited the Mensha Palace, the Asante Hine expressed his satisfaction with the role Erastus's reporting activities have played in the fight against illegal mining. If not for God's protection, Erastus would have been harmed. He has uncovered and announced all the illegalities, but to no avail. Yet, he has been recognized by all journalists in the country. It is only inspirational when accolades like this are earned. At least we are hopeful some people cherish the truth. Thank you. Continue, and I entreat your colleagues to learn and emulate. It is only the truth that matters. Stick to the fact. I am aware you receive threats to keep quiet. It only means you are doing the right thing. An elated Erastus Asaridonko acknowledged Otunfo's commendation as motivation. He admonished his fellow journalists and corporate institutions to join the fight against illegal mining. In fact, some countries are protecting uh, their water bodies, their forests, and other things because they believe that that is their main. Stay. It borders on their very existence. And so uh, for us to be destroying the rate at which we are destroying our land, our forest and other things, is something that motivates me to do my part. In fact, if the occupant of the golden stool uh, congratulates you and encourages you, uh, that, that, that's the ultimate. And so I'm indeed honored uh, to be in his presence. I must say that um, the people who go with me on a daily basis, this gentleman <laughs> risks his life every day uh, with me on the field. We don't do it for nothing. He also has a family and he has the same vision as I do. And together, I think if all journalists were to come on board and to see illegal mining, irresponsible mining as an existential threat, definitely if we put our voices together, we'll be able to uh, sustain and maintain this fight. Reporting for Joy News Clinton, Yeboah.
Deputy Minister of Lands and Natural Resources in charge of mining, um, George Merikoduka, has called for the formation of river guards to permanently patrol water sources in mining areas to tend the tide and pollution of rivers by illegal miners. He also urged other players like the Water Resource Commission and other players in the sector to work closely together in stamping out the menace. In an interview with my colleague Latif Idrisu, the Deputy Minister argued that local chiefs must also put their shoulders to the wheel if the state is to win the so-called war. Something that people are doing in communities, and until the communities come together and say collectively we have a responsibility of addressing this canker, we'll never... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Be able to overcome it. Government will come, government will go, and there's menace. The struggle will still be there. We need to depoliticize it. That is one. We Has it been politicized? Yes, because if Merkudika says it, you wouldn't understand. And yesterday I was telling somebody, maybe one day when I'm not occupying that position and this position, and I said, Ghanaians will understand. Who is responsible for illegalities in Ghana? Is it the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources? You're talking of Galamse. Is it legal or illegal? It is illegal. Who is responsible for illegalities in the country? Has Merikuduka been trained? Is he having that, you know, requisite muscle to hold a gun and arrest? Is it my responsibility? If you go to South Africa, Minister Mantashi, who is responsible for mining, he rather complains to the security apparatus to up their game in getting recalcitrant arrested. Mantashi is not blamed for illegalities in the country. Why do you blame Rekuduka for illegalities in the country or Abu Jinapa for illegalities in the country? Are they responsible for that? We need to we need to understand what we are tackling before we otherwise if you continue, oh those who have been mandated to to kind of oversee the activities of Galamse, they are the ones involved. Galamse is not done in a room. It's done openly. So if somebody is doing it, go to the concession and say, this is concession. We've gotten the machines bent. We've arrested all those people there. The security agencies must be able to do that. For example, I don't understand why we should have permanent people protecting our forest reserves. Hmm? Like forest guards who are patrolling 24-7. But for the intervention, I believe the devastation would have been dire. Why can't we have river guards also protecting the river bodies 24-7? When 
we have an institution the water resource commission is there we have the ministry also responsible for water and sanitation and we are not asking questions and you tend to see Merekuduka and you think Merekuduka should do it Now conditions on the stored Obichebe Lamte interchange project site in Accra is worsening for users and those doing business within the Abosokain, Kaneshi and the Graphic Road enclave. Gaping potholes, dust during dry conditions, stagnant waters and mud during wet conditions are making life unbearable for road users and traders. My colleague Kwesi Kwating Adai uh, returns to the project site for months after our last visit and finds that conditions are deteriorating. Here is this report. Obeche Interchange is the main access road to the central business district of Accra. It is also the access road to the famous Abusi Okai Spare Parts Market, as well as Ghana's premier and biggest health facility, the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. President Akufuado cut sword for the construction of the $135 million project in October 2019 to help ease traffic and reduce commuting time to the hospital and other parts of the city but the poor state of the road is negating this objective the halting of the project is believed to be in relation to ghana's imf program since the situation has been worsening potholes here have become bigger making it almost impossible for drivers to maneuver the roads under the interchange this results in huge traffic jam around the area The situation has been worsened by muddy conditions and stagnant waters collected in these gaping potholes. Road users say this is affecting travel and business. Drivers say they are forced to incur huge maintenance costs due to the damage caused to the other vehicles. I'm just coming from the market to get some spare parts. And then, you know, you work, you get money and use it to buy spare parts all the time. And it's right in the boots. Oh, drivers complain a lot. And then sometimes to the passengers too, they used to complain because as the car is shaking up and down like that, some are complaining their ways. Ghana is old, like 60 years and above, and we are still constructing roads. I don't get it. The situation is even worse for those who trade within the enclave. Both wet and dry conditions have some impact on them. Because they, they, they haven't finished the road, a lot of traffic. When you go to the central box, a lot of traffic. Most of the times, it got an accident. You understand? A lot of traffic. And people cannot get car instantly because the roads are not completed. The business will move very slowly. Because, example, someone wants to come in and come and buy some parts. He has to park the car outside. Walk distance before coming. Maybe the time that the person will come, people are just closing. And it will affect me, it will affect the person too as well. Secondly, the dusty. Very lucky for us that today it has rained. You can see from here. You can see from here, it has rained today. So it will save us. But if it dries, if it dries, we can't pass here. Unless you put on the no-nose marks. As soon as you put on the nose marks, your eyes, definitely, it will go there. Those are food, selling the food. The dust will just go there because of our health. That's why we want to eat good, very good food so that you get 
um, energy or strength to work. But whereby there's a dust there, the dust will just entering the food. The nature of the road is not very good to us. It does not help us in any way, especially with those trading around the area. Full of dust and the road itself is not very good. So we don't feel comfortable here. So we are pleading to the government through this media that they can accelerate the work so we can also get some relief in the course of time. The dilapidated roads at the interchange has become very treacherous to navigate, posing risks to drivers and passengers. The users are calling on government to as a stopgap measure, grade and regularly water the road as they await the final completion. Kwesi Adai Quartin's reports for Joy News. Five persons have been confirmed dead in the Afram River in the eastern region with one person missing. Adun News correspondent Akwesi Jamina reports that 12 females were traveling in a canoe to their uh, yes. but unfortunately the canoe capsized, drowning five of them. Six were rescued by one person remains missing. The assembly member of the area, Johnson, um, explains this tragic accident. And Tendra, Oko five binu fi manu krobo. Ah, Odu amu kona amaku yijima. Jomu du sona no kona sena dia sakakra. Ena amu ye somu di kro eka insono ma kona phone so ha koye yijima. Tino amu ye mepa du minu a amu ko. Jomu kono insono film film ena kro no ebutu ye. Kro no butu na amu preplenty no ama nipa insiagi. Oma shire amu amu kwa na nipa insiagi oma tini. that's the assembly member for the area, Johnson Aglisinha, explaining that um, I mean, five uh, people have died, six have been rescued, and one is still missing. We'll still keep an eye on this particular story. This is Johnny's Prime. We'll take a break. We'll bring you Johnny's showbiz right after.
Italy, the all natural fruit juice. This advert is FDA. A caprenu, a ya, a nutrient too for say a bibber o padia, padia, un san cotonu in Piru, Name Kanfu, SCP, Ama, SCP, Ewa, Tema Shahel, a whole of factory Cassiano, Essi, a dinape, pavement blocks, boss and Casancasa, and a DDC game Piano, Oko Shahera, SCP, Ebemobi. Some person will soon die, Napoto Gu concrete. And you have to go cement, you have to go to cement, you have to go to cement, cement, you have to go to 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 in life, you sometimes seem to be cruising along. But just when you least expect it, things could go horribly wrong. Leave nothing to chance. Let Geico Group help you achieve your goals with customized solutions for life and general insurance, healthcare, and finance. Geico, we cushion you for life. Limited. All right, welcome back. Let's do showbiz now. And you know what, Jackie said, but Jackie is telling me, Jackie, how are you Please. doing? I'm good. Is that if I had given birth earlier, it could have been that I gave birth to you, huh? Yeah, because your mm. girls, there's quite a striking resemblance. Ah. Yeah, there is. I wish our viewers could see that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what type of showbiz? Well, for today, we're starting with the stubborn academy president. That's mm. medical. And he says he's not been given his flowers in the music industry, mm. basically saying that um, he hasn't been appreciated enough with all the works that he's been doing. So he's been speaking to Andy Dusty on Daybreak Hits. Uh. If you say you need your flowers, mm. haven't they given it to you yet? Mind you, I'm not trying to sound ungrateful or anything. I just feel like there should be more light thrown on this person, medical, the artist, because you see, um, 
I'm doing more than like I do more. Uh, sometimes I just sit down and be like, yo, I'm overworking myself. Like I have so many songs. I know for stress to put out like numbers of songs out there to prove any point or to let people feel like I'm working. You get me? But that'd be how I did. I don't know if you did that then like no work. I can, yo, I, I was in this, last night I was recording, like, I just put an album out. I'm not going to drop any song till like, next year, but I'm still recording. You get me? So, the work is there. The work is, like, 100% top-notch the whole time. Like, all the time I'm working. I want to put something out. I want to record. And I'm a, I'm that type of person. So, I mean, then I say, 3am, I don't want to sleep. So, you know, people, Ghanaians really sleep on me. You know they should they should pay more attention to medical. I, I'm already getting that though. But I just feel like it should be more so that I can do more. Do you think you're doing something that is swaying the attention that away from what you're supposed to be known for? That we know medical is a musician. Yeah. Oh, medical that guy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But there are some musicians now. Mm. That even if we're talking about shows, music, or whatever they do, radio, DJing, art, whatever mm. they're doing, they don't come top of mind. Mm, yeah. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yes. So do you think there is something away from what you're supposed to be known for? No, I'm doing everything right. I mean, within my own sense. You get me? So that's medical there. Yeah, but what you think about this? Well, I think you just concentrate and do his thing. Well, After all, yeah, your, your music is hitting, you're making money. Look, medical, Charlie, concentrate, why? Uh, oh, yes, he should concentrate. But we're moving on now. The Switzerland's ambassador to Ghana, Her Excellency Simon Giga, has expressed her admiration for musician Black Sharif. Mm -hmm. And she says that um, she had an interview with my colleague, um, Nicolas Ekoyamwa, mm -hmm. and she mentioned two of... Black Sherry songs mm. that she likes. Okay. Not for a while. Mm. Do you have a favorite song? Ooh, um, okay, it's maybe like, I'm, I'm a big Blacko fan, right? So I, I really love Blacko and I, I think I like I like almost all of his uh, songs. I like Oil in My Head. Oil in My Head, everything I touch is blessing. All I see is blessing. And no man can stop me. 45 45 45 Quake of the Traveler, of course So, um, I also like uh, first term and second term and so, so everything black <laughs> you don't want me to sing. You really don't. No, 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 no. Just, uh, I mean, one line. No, I have absolutely no talent. No, you don't want to hear that. Absolutely not. No. What about the rhythm too? You know how you do. No, 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 no. You don't want me to do that. That was short. Ah. Anyways, yeah, um, and I love this. I know that's my favorite song, though. Um, but Blacko has a new song which okay. is trending today, and the title is Oh No. Oh No. I was yeah. going to say, say no. <laughs> <laughs> oh No. Okay. Tell you I see I'm with my eyes. I know they won't be surprised. 
They know I've been with it. They know I've been with it. Uh -huh. oh. Well, yeah, that's a new song. Oh no. Blacko is always Blacko. Yeah. yeah. But um, before we go Throwback Thursday, um, do you, did you ever use my first copy book? Yeah, I, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You're not sure? No, during my time, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't have this. Uh, but, but well, take a look at this picture. Yeah. Do you think it's um, drawn? Did they draw it as a cartoon or something? Uh, it looks more of a, a drawing. Well, you're wrong. Well, actually, it's a drawing, though, but we have the actual person who is right on the cover. And she, um, it was posted by a Ghanaian photographer, Ben Adu, on his mm. page. He was privileged to have a shoot uh, with this woman, and that is her, uh, as you can see, Araba. Oh. That's what Nika right there. And it's bringing a whole lot of nostalgia on social media. Her name is media. What, Araba Swanika? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's a member of the Swanika family? Anyway. Well, yeah, we would have to delve more into that. So that is her right there. Oh, wow. And um, a lot of people have been sharing their experiences on social media about this. Very, because I use this book. Oh, you And it did. brings so much memories. Well, Jojo is telling me that I didn't use it. That's why my handwriting is so bad. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to disappoint Jojo. I have a very beautiful handwriting. You know, there was a conversation. When yeah. I went to the comment session, mm -hmm. someone said, then the medical students left the chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, so that's right. It's beautiful. Um, Benedu says, no doubt, cry, and I love it. Um, Akusia Fosinima says, Ghana Medical Association left the group chat. <laughs> you know, the, the handwriting. All right. And on that note, we wrap up today's bulletin. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. It's been fun having you. Thanks so much for your time. There's more news on myjohnline.com. Upness is prime business with the award-winning Ama Davis. Evening. Yeah. It's a The 2023 EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair is more than an exhibition. It's the gateway to your dream home. Don't miss this chance to make informed decisions about every aspect of your living space. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. We are bringing everything housing under one roof just for you. See you there. The EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats, Rent to Own, and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough, Springfield Estates, where dreams are built, virtual security, complete security solution, DBS, your roof experts, virtual InfoSec Africa, security solutions by design, St. Gobain, 
making the world a better plan. Clifton Homes, beautiful homes, wise investments. The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. The malaria will not be down, eh? Challenge no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthemeter and Lumefantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Hi, my name is Joel Nete, and I bring you greetings from the Old Achimotan Association, of which I'm the president. I'm inviting you to Achimoto Speaks, which is a platform created by the old Achimotan Association, but indeed a platform where all Ghanaians living everywhere can have a conversation around the most critical things that matter to us as a people. The next Achimoto Speaks events, which holds on Thursday the 16th of November at the British Council Hall, is under the theme Ghana a country in crisis, defining a new economic direction. Our keynote speaker is Professor Onyaku of the New York University. Professor Onyaku is a distinguished economist and brings to this conversation both an international and of course locally relevant perspective. On the panel with him will be Pishigulana Alassan Andani, the former CEO of Stambik Bank, we also have Mr. Kofifin of Petro Trust, and we also have Mr. Frankie Du, a former CEO of Cowbank. This conversation will be moderated by Accra Belamundi, and we are poised to have a very serious conversation, not just about our past, and indeed not about our current situation as a country, but maybe even more importantly, where we need to be going into the future if we want to change our fortunes. Like I said, this is a platform that invites all Ghanaians who care about Ghana. So regardless of what school you went to, regardless of where you are in the economy, please come, let's have this conversation. It's at the British Council Hall on Thursday, the 16th of November, and it starts at 6 p.m. sharp. So please come at five o'clock, come meet, come greet, come network, and let's start this conversation at 6 p.m. sharp. I look forward to seeing you there.
for an exhilarating experience at the main fair of the 2023 EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair. Join us at the Accra International Conference Center from Thursday, November 23rd to Sunday, November 26th, 2023. Doors will be open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day to welcome you. This year, we are diving into the theme of home ownership, exploring the nuances between affordability, comfort, and luxury. Whether you're embarking on your home ownership journey or looking for upgrades, this fair is your destination for all things housing. Encounter a comprehensive assembly of stakeholders from Ghana's housing and construction sectors. Engage the experts across the spectrum of home creation and enhancement. The EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats. Rent to Own. And sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Constructions Limited, where quality meets value. Global Lighting, your solution to quality lighting. Syntex Tank, Air Strong, Air Tough. Springfield Estates, where dreams are built. Virtual Security, Complete Security Solution. DBS, your roof experts. Virtual Infosec Africa, Security Solutions by Design. St. Gobain, making the world a better plan. Clifton Homes, Beautiful homes, wise investments. The Kissington Heights, Airport City, Kumasi, by HDG Homes Limited. No, 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 no. This is for your mom. She loves me because of my fruitelli. All natural fruit juice and the perfect way to the heart. Who loves you because of your fruit telly? This advert is. The business segment is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Emma Davis and time to do prime business with me. Economist Professor Lord Mensah has predicted the introduction of taxes in the upcoming 2024 budget as a measure of generating revenue. He explains the current economic structure does not allow government to invest in the informal sector as a conduit of generating more revenue. Already, business groups have, ta- have tabled a number of taxes. They either want scrapped or reviewed in the 2024 budget. 
speaking to Joy Business, Professor Mensah stated that the 2024 budget must strike a balance between election year spending and fiscal responsibility as required by the IMF. I find itself in. Um, we need a budget that will strike a balance between fiscal responsibility that you know the IMF requires of us, and then also the excesses that you know election year comes with. You know we know very well that when it gets to election year, overspending is a problem. So um, from where I sit, yes, I expect government to, I mean, as a, as part of the fiscal responsibility, you know, structures that we've adapted with the IMF. Um, to introduce some taxes um, um, to increase, I mean, revenue here and there. Because, you know, looking at the economic structure as we speak now, government cannot invest anymore into informal, you know, revenue generation, and uh, you know, uh, as we speak. So um, I can tell you that, yes, we need a budget that is going to strike a balance between election year spending and then fiscal responsibility, you know, as required by the IMF. The, the problem is that you know we've got we've gotten agitations and we all understand you know that there seems to be that kind of tax fatigue in the economy, a situation where you know businesses are going down as a result of you know tax being increased and the way taxes taxes are feeding into prices, you know, um, prices not being able to come down, keeping inflation high. These are all things that need to be taken into consideration. And uh, I can tell you that the finance minister has no option than, you know, bringing, you know, some new taxes or repackage, you know, some taxes to, you know, um, generate the necessary revenue uh, that is required. But then also, we should also appreciate that there could be some shocks um, as we're going into the 2024. Uh, I'm expecting the finance minister to provide kind of contingency to some of these shocks in case you know, we are not able to rake in as expected. But I can tell you that, you know, um, there will be possibility of um, new taxes. Still on the budget, the African Development Bank says it expects government to remain committed to the reforms in its budget statement to address the current economic challenges. This comes after the bank signed a $102 million budget support deal with the Finance Ministry. According to the country manager for African Development Bank, the bank will continue to partner governments in various sectors to ensure stability. Deputy Minister, currently the bank's group active country portfolio uh, consists of about 20 operations. We have 15 public sector operations and five private sector operations. With a total commitment of about 726 million US dollar across various sectors. Transport accounts um, for the largest, followed by agriculture sector. The portfolio also involves uh, projects in economic governance, energy sector, water and sanitation, and human uh, capital development. These ongoing projects, in addition to uh, the budget support program we are signing uh, today, would support government's recovery and development efforts and contribute to the bank's high five dimensions in Ghana. So we will light up and power Ghana, feed Ghana, industrialize Ghana, integrate Ghana, and improve the quality of the life of Ghanaians. 
Honorable Deputy Minister, distinguished ladies and gentlemen, we are confident that the government will remain committed to the reforms identified in the program as to, to, to take full uh, advantage of it uh, to address the current uh, difficult economic conditions faced uh, by the country. In conclusion, allow me, Honorable Deputy Minister, to seize this opportunity to reaffirm the commitment and the availability of the African Development Bank Group once again in supporting the efforts of the government and the people of Ghana in addressing the country's recovery efforts and development. The Ghana National Petroleum Corporation is expected to begin its first drilling for the Voltaire Basin Petroleum Project, which has been on the table for some time now. According to the Manager for Exploration and Appraisal at GNPC, Michael Aite, all is set for drilling to begin next year. He made a disclosure in an interview at this year's offshore summit in Accra. Exploration for the Voltaire Basin is on course and is expected to begin in the second quarter of 2024 as the Ghana National Petroleum Corporation, GNPC, identified a key location to begin its well drilling. Speaking to journalists after addressing stakeholders at the Offshore Africa Energy Summit in Accra, manager in charge of exploration and appraisal at GNPC, Michael Aite, disclosed that procurement processes will be open to all Ghanaian oil and gas companies to participate in the drilling process. He believes that all the data gathered by the corporation will support the search for the natural resource at the field. Voltaire, because it's a frontier, the probability of success is lower. But we have seen indications that there is a possibility that oil has been generated. And that's why we are going ahead with the drilling. No, there are indications that there is a working system. But what you don't know it's the quantity. You don't know that yet because what we have is 2D data. But we need well information to help us do a better job. GMBC works under the Public Procurement Act. So we are going to follow it to the latter. Over the years, that's what we have done. So locals that are registered with the Petroleum Commission and have the permit to participate, they are allowed to participate fully. And unlike... Uh, other companies, we, we will present it in such a way that it is unbundled so that Ghanaians can have full participation in the procurement process. It will be put in the national dailies so everybody will know once we start the process. The summit focused on energy transition and the various policies implemented by government to achieve net zero as agreed at the COP28. Here is Editor-in-Chief of Offshore Africa, organizers of the event, Gilbert Acosta. The energy transition is the main issue in the industry right now. Everybody's talking about it. I think in Africa we don't even get to talk about it as it's done elsewhere. When you go to international meetings and conferences, the focus completely is on energy transition. Uh, what steps are being taken to ensure that the country or the, the world generally um, is compliant with the trend towards net zero. But I think in Africa we, we have a, a major challenge. Uh, we have an energy uh, poverty. Uh, we have a lot of challenges. And you know, oil and gas, for example, represents a, a good way for uh, the economies to pick up. I mean, we have uh, oil and gas resources in Africa. We cannot just ignore that. 
the expected drilling of the exploration for the Voltian Basin will be conducted onshore. Brent crude oil is estimated to average $86 per barrel in 2024. That's according to the African Energy Chamber. This is due to a stronger demand outlook, tightening next year's global balances. Here's more. In its 2024 State of African Energy, it's uh, the estimated Brent crude base for quarter 4, 2023, is $87 per barrel. Presently, crude oil is hovering around $83 per barrel. If the strength is to continue and the CD remains stable against the US dollar, prices of petroleum products will not change much at the pumps. The African Energy Chamber also said, while the Chinese macroeconomic situation should be closely monitored. At this point, the Brent crude outlook remains cautiously optimistic. Moreover, the current negative macroeconomic sentiment could partially be mitigated by an additional extension of Saudi Arabia's voluntary cuts. It said the outlook for the rest of the year suggests that upside price pressure will not recede as the forecast for global balances points towards a significant deficit in the market. Still in the energy sector, the chief executive officer of the National Petroleum Authority, Dr. Mustafa Hamid, has urged the public to embrace the circular recirculation module policy to ensure safety and increase access to LPG to 50% by 2030. He said the policy would ensure the existence of robust and standard health the Jeep Black Friday sales event is here with incredible deals. Now, well-qualified lessees get a low mileage lease on the 2024 Jeep Wrangler Sport S4xE for 329 a month for 36 months with 5549 to its signing. Tax title, license extra, no security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution and lease through Stellantis Financial. Extra charge for miles over 30,000. Includes 7,500 EV cap cost reduction. Not all customers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 1130. Jeep is a registered trademark. Safety and environmental practices in the production, marketing, and consumption of LPG. Dr. Abdul Hamid made the call at the launch of the Consumer Week celebration at Takrade in the Western region. Consumer Week celebration is observed each year by the National Petroleum Authority as part of the Global Consumer Service Week celebration to educate the people on their rights and responsibilities and how to safely use petroleum products. The NPA boss said LPG is a cleaner burning fuel that provides smoke-free indoor cooking and helps to reduce outdoor and urban air pollution. Unfortunately, Dr. Abdul Hamid said LPG uptake in the country was low currently, around 37% are needed to be actively promoted. <laughs> Wato, 
Ebisa, Juma Bay, and a MP for a year with Chrome Hantia, the Koto Fuela, the car engine failure. So, oh, yeah, the fire. Roma, a bank, a kill, Cassa, or Mumma, MP, no Mumba, petrol, Ponsam, the diesel, the LP, the whole seven canoe. Oh, that's nothing I am doing. But if you have a disinterested citizenship, then you give politicians the opportunity to do what they want. Adapt Minister of Energy Andrew Ejapamesa said the timing of the promotional and sensitization drive was significant given the current debate about climate change with its associated environmental and health effects. Since the launch of the program in September 2022, 20,000 LPG cookstoves and related accessories have already been distributed to households across nine MMDAs, thus incentivizing them to switch to the use of LPG. The timing of this promotional and sensitization drive is significant, given the current discussions on climate change with its associated environmental and health effects. Climate change places a greater responsibility on countries to adopt and adopt more environmentally sound practices to save the environment from further deterioration. He said Ghana needs to play a leading role in discouraging any activities that hurts the environment. It is therefore crucial for Ghana to play a leading role in discouraging any activity that has an adverse effect on the environment and the Ministry of Energy stands ready to support the NPA and other allied institutions in this endeavor for our collective good. Currently, the world is shifting towards transitioning energy supplies from fossil fuels to renewables due to climate change concerns. Western Regional Minister Dr. Kobna Ochrida Komensa urged the public to avoid complacency. Like you understand, when you use wood, your eyes have problems, will have problems. When you use charcoal, you may have respiratory problems. And what we are saying is that the cost of losing your eye it's far bigger than the cost of buying um, gas. So that's where you have to do the equation and balance. You like your eyesight to go or you have respiratory problems instead of uh, buying gas, but you save you from all those problems. So that's where the comparison has to come. And that's where the decision has to be taken from me to make sure that you make the right choice. Because without good health, you cannot enjoy life. Yes. And money is not everything. For joy business in Athalia Kwanza, Western Region. Deputy Minister for the Ministry of Communication and Digitalization, Ama Poma Boating, says government is on course to push for the Ghana digital economic policy. The policy, according to the Deputy Minister, is to digitize fiscal revenue collection, support cashless society, and improve online education delivery. According to her, government will seek to invest in a national fiber network backbone to expand and improve internet connectivity. She was speaking at the third edition of the Ghana Digital Innovation Week. The digital revolution is not merely about adopting new gadgets. It is about transforming industries, governance, and society itself. Through technology, we enhance efficiency, empower our citizens, and connect with the world. That is why we have developed the Ghana Digital Economic Policy, which has 
which is to be laid before cabinet for approval. This, this policy is building upon the foundations laid by the ICT for Accelerated Development Policy that was developed in 2003. This forward-looking policy zeroes in on vital areas, including digital infrastructure, data-driven innovation, entrepreneurship, data protection, user privacy, cybersecurity, digital literacy, and skills. It is a comprehensive approach that ensures inclusivity and economic growth for all. Today, we stand at the caps of a new era, an era that beckons us to think bigger, aim higher, and dream beyond conventional boundaries. We must also remain vigilant about the ethical implications of technology. As we innovate, we must do so responsibly, ensuring that the benefits of technology are harnessed for the collective good while safeguarding against potential pitfalls. Overlord of the Wala State, Naf Hussein Pelpo, has observed that the influx of cheap second-hand clothing is having a negative impact on the business of tailors and dressmakers in the country. He noted that if care is not taken, the influx of these second-hand products will price out tailors and dressmakers on the market. Paramount Chief of the Busa Traditional Area, Na Ali Pelpo, speaking on behalf of the Overlord of the Wala State at the 12th Biannual Congress of the Ghana National Tailors and Dressmakers Association in WA, urged them to lobby government for its cessation. Join News Upper West Regional Correspondent Rafik Salam reports from WA. The 12th Binal Congress of the Ghana National Tellers and Dressmakers Association, GNTDA, was held on the theme Creativity, Innovation, and Finishing Recipes for Good Designing in the 21st Century. It was attended by branch and regional executives from across the country. Paramount Chief of the Boa Traditional Area, Na Ali Sidi Pepo Yalmana, delivering a speech on behalf of the Overlord of the Wala State. Now for Senate City Pinipo the Fourth underscored the important role played by tailors and dressmakers since the days of yore. The trade is as old as mankind. From the beginning of recorded time, members of the trade have clothed men and women. They have clothed the rich and the poor, the ruler and the ruled, the strong and the weak, and indeed all manner of people. That notwithstanding, Napilpo observed that the influx of cheap second-hand clothing has negatively affected the businesses of members of the GNTDA and therefore urged the association to lobby government to seize the importation of undesirable garments into the country. It is a fact that for some time now, the influx of already made cheap second-hand clothes into the Ghanaian market has negatively affected the fortune of the industry. The growing cost of production has not, has not helped the situation as people find the imported used clothes cheaper for their pockets. The 
That's all for Prime Business tonight with me, Emma Davis. For more business news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. Have a good evening. The business segment was brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. one of our daily lucky winners dial star nine four six hash to play now or you can also play online at www.gameparkgames.com game park is regulated by the national lottery authority Starting this October 20th to 11th of November, the African Football League. Who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money? Catch all the games streaming at www.aflafrica and on FIFA Plus. The African Football League, our game, our home. Now let's shine together. October 20th to 11th of November. The African Football League. Who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money? Catch all the games streaming at www.aflafrica and on FIFA Plus. The African Football League. Our game. Our home. Now let's shine together.
Sports segment is brought to you by Commander DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Sports with me, Razak Musbao. Now, the under fire Black Stars coach Chris Eaton has unveiled the squad for the upcoming World Cup qualifiers that the Black Stars will be engaged in against Madagascar and Comoros. The first game coming up on the 17th of November, Friday, at the Babara Sports Stadium. And that's the uh, players that have been called for that qualifier, and the goalkeepers, including Loris Artizigi, Joseph Wallacott, Richard Ofori. Alidu Seydou, Dennis Odoi, Gideon Mensah, Abdul Fatao Hamid of Midyama is in there, Kasim Adams, Nicolas Opoku, and um, Daniel Amate returns for the uh, Black Stars, and Abdul Mumin also gets his first call-up under Chris Hutton. Baba Idrisu is also in there. Majid Ashimero also returns after picking up some injuries. Now, Abdul Samet Salisu is also in there alongside Mohamed Kudus and the Black Stars captain, Andre Ayu, who is still clubless, returns for the Black Stars after missing out on the October uh, call-up that was done by Chris Sutton. Now, the wingers also in their regular faces, Osman Bukhari, Joseph Pinto, Enes Nyama, Jordan Ayu, and Kamaldin Suleiman. Kamaldin Suleiman also making a return to the Black Stars after being out for a series of games. Inaki Williams, Antoine Semenyo, and Jonathan Soa of Midyama all making the cut in the latest Black Stars squad now. However, before the squad was released, news was widespread that the head coach job is one that is uncertain as to whether he will lead the team into the coming up AFCON uh, tournament in Ivy Coast next year. Now, the Ghana Football Association Executive Council, we understand, are the ones who are looking to decide on the future of the Black Stars coach, Chris Hutton. Now, this decision to reconsider their relationship with Hutton was taken uh, following Ghana's feckless performance against Mexico and the U.S. last month during the international friendlies. Now, we understand the leadership of the football governing body is not convinced that the former Newcastle manager will have a good start to the World Cup 2026 qualifiers against Madagascar and Comoros. And uh, after seven matches and a Hutton, the Black Stars have not been impressive per the Football Association hierarchy. My colleague Muftar Nabila has been following this story closely and has joined me on phone to bring us up to speed on the latest relative to the future of the Black Stars head coach Chris Hutton. Without, thank you so much for making time to join us. Um, the last update we got from you was that the association has made contact with the sports ministry and by extension the government to get an approval to, uh, for Chris Eaton to be sacked. What have your sources been telling you? Has the ministry accepted that request by the association or what is the ministry saying at all? can tell you the request has been rejected by 
the ministry and uh, by extension the government of Ghana. So, Christian is not going anywhere. Um, however, there is still some little bit of uncertainty because uh, in September 2021, when the ministry did not back the decision of the GSA to start CPR, they still held their meeting and fired him. So, um, for now, we cannot uh, say that the, the GSA might not go ahead to start shooting. But from the angle of government, what sources have told me is that the position of the Ministry of Youth and Sports, when the SA first initiated or mooted the idea of starting shooting, um, uh, has not changed. Um, after Central, the game against Central African Republic, that was when they were like, they were not convinced that the situation should be amount to be the system. And uh, also, and uh, it revived, and uh, in fact, text messages were sent to people, uh, high authority, uh, stating that they uh, wanted to start control. Uh, and uh, just like the story where that happened on my journal line, um, that that request was obviously rejected by the Minister of Youth of Country. Mufta, uh, I mean, we also, uh, you know, gathering that, I mean, not just about the performance of the Black Stars, but there seems to be a very sour relationship between the head coach and, you know, some, uh, you know, uh, members of the Ghana Football Association. What more can you share with us about that in terms of the seeming, in, in, in you In fact, in fact, far to... Um, to the decision of the SP to pass, uh, pass company with Chris Hughes. Um, one of the things that, and in fact, you recall the day, uh, that was October 20, when you anchored game plan, where I said that um, uh, the rumor continued to fly that the SA is trying to impose players on technical team members. And I said that the technical team members should let the SA officials understand that they were hired to make decisions, and uh, if the SS feels that they are good enough to manage the senior national team, then they should take over the coaching job from the, from the coach and do it. You will recall that conversation so well. And um, it was uh, based on the fact that Intel available to us had suggested that um, there appeared to be some disagreement between the leadership of the SA and the uh, uh, on um, who should be called up to the senior national team. And uh, this, uh, many, many, many even claim, actually even claim that uh, it is the main reason why uh, there appears to be some personal relationship between uh, the leadership of the Ghana Football Association and that of Chris Hilton. Uh For now, what we do know is that um, Chris Hilton, uh, as, as, as mentioned earlier, um, is staying at the angle of the, the government of the country. Uh, he was he's very much aware. In fact, he's very much aware that his future was going to be discussed on on Friday. Mm. Uh, and, I, and I could also even mention that the spot that was released uh, earlier today, or just a couple of hours ago, mm -hmm. that's what was sent to the FA long ago. Mm. And um, now, what we are going to understand is that tomorrow, the shooting would rather have to speak to the Black Stars for the instead and, and not his future anymore. Mm. So yeah, uh, basically that, that, that is what we know. Maybe they would find a way mm. to resolve the, the impasse between the two of them. I recall under CK Akono, 
the Minister of Peace and Sports, Mr. Barry says, uh, called a three-month meeting. So it was a meeting with himself, uh, Speaker Akuno and um, uh, Kate Okreku, where they, they ironed out their, their issues. Uh, and, and at this point, I'm not sure um, they will get to that, that stage, but if we are going into major qualifiers like the World Cup, the African Cup of Nations 2023, mm. and the, the two top men whose decisions impact positively or negatively on the emotions of Ghanaians when it comes to manage, managing football. I think that they should find a way to resolve uh, the issue. So, um, uh, uh, Ms. Yeah. that's kind of what we can, we can share. Muftar, thank you very much for joining us. And that's Muftar Nabili, my colleague there. Bring us up to speed on the situation with the Black Stars head coach, Chris Seaton. Well, one of the reasons that uh, were raised by some elements of the association is that it is unlikely, there is little faith that Chris Seaton will be able to get the much-needed win against Madagascar and Comoros in the upcoming World Cup qualifiers. Well, he's released the squad, and my colleague Fifi Manfred has been assessing the squad to see if the players are capable of delivering a win. Fifi, thank you very much for joining us on Prime Sports tonight. Tell me, you've seen the squad. Abdul Mumin returns. Likewise, Andrea Yu. Majida Shimero is also in there. Are these players capable of delivering the results for Chris Eaton? Yes, I've seen the squad. Um, I've seen the discussion around Coach Chris Eaton and then the squad have come out. I mean, if I look into the squad, I look at players that have returned into the squad like Majida Shimero. One of our biggest problems when we played a game against Mexico and in the US of A um, just a few weeks ago was the fact that we lacked progression in the middle of the park. When I see players, players like Ashimiru, I get excited in that regard. Also, the inclusion of someone like Abdul Mumin is exciting for me because when he went to Real Valladolid, I did mention that he's one of the best players that we can get on and off the ball for the defensive qualities that he has. Also, you recall that most of our centre-backs have had issues in recent times. Um, Sally Sue is recovering from an injury. Um, Jiku is recovering from an injury. The last time we played, um, the Celta Vigo man, Joseph Edu, did take an injury and all of those stuff. So we need to show up the quality that we have in our defence. And Abdul Mumin is more than quality, more than enough quality to get and slot into the back for the Ghana Black Stars and get a job done. If we have a multi returning, that means that we are going to be getting some experience later on when you are going into the Afcon and whatnot. So, moment is very important to join the squad. For our captain, Andrew, Andrew are you? I mean, you, you listen to the quarters that say that the coach may be sacked and whatnot. They mentioned the fact that um, the two games against Madagascar and the World Cup qualifying games are very crucial. Andre Ayu, whilst he may not play so much of an important role on the field of play, will be important in the psyche of the players. So he will be important in the of the field um, dynamics of the team. And I think that's important. A lot of people may disagree, but I think that that's important. Hence, the inclusion of Andre Ayu you know, is important. And I do think that with Chris Wooten and this court, we have enough firepower to get a job done. Well, just look at the, uh, just look at the attack. Inaki Williams has struggled. Of course, we've seen... Uh, Fatal of Mediama, he scored three goals so far this season in the Ghana Premier League. Antoine Semenyon also hasn't exactly been firing for Bournemouth this season. Goals is the big challenge for Chris Hutton. When you look at that attack, is there any hope that we can get goals against Comoros and Madagascar? Yes, 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 I do. I do think that um, that attack has some goals in there. Yes, you did mention over the fact that 
Um, Antoine Semenyor particularly doesn't score a lot of goals for his club side, Bournemouth, and even for the national team when he comes. I mean, given the number of games that he has played, um, Inaki Williams is still waiting to open his account to the Black Stars. It's, it's, it's something else for him. But when he goes to Athletic Bilbao, he gets the goals in there. If you look at someone like Antoine Semenyor for one, I would look just beyond the goals. His contribution to the team for the Black Stars and for, for Bournemouth in the English Premier League goes beyond just the goals. For me, he is an excellent leader of the press. And if you say that you're going to play against the Madagascar and, and other teams here at the Babaya Sports Stadium, then it means that we need to be very, very progressive. We need to be front-footed. We need to press very high. And Antoine Semenyot gives that, that energy that ability to press and lead the lines in terms of winning the ball back. He did the same in the last time we played here at the Baba Sports Stadium. He won the ball of when we needed a goal so bad um, to lay off the ball and then we were able to get that goal from, from, from Nuama. So it's important that he gives in our team. For um, Inak Williams, I just think that it is just going to take some time for him to get that telepathic relationship between the midfielders of the team and himself for them to know his runs and what's not. I mean, there's somebody that has, was born and grown in the back region of Spain. He's, he's, he's so much different from how we do our things. And I think that these two players are quality enough in the Black Stars to get us some goals to qualify for the World Cup in 26. Fifi, let's be quite definitive here. Is, it, is a win against Comoros of Madagascar possible for Chris Eaton? Because it looks like his job clearly is on the line and a win is inevitable. Well, I wouldn't um, put a win past Comoros of Madagascar past um, um, Chris Hutton. And I think that any decision to sack the coach now, as it stands now, will be a bizarre one. Fifi, thank you very much. We appreciate your time. And of course, we look forward to what happens in that game coming up uh, next week, Friday, of course. Trust Joy Sports will bring you update on all of it. But let's talk about Thomas Fatin now, because he could be set for a major uh, time out on the field. Uh, we understand Thomas Fatin could be ruled out for much longer than expected for Arsenal. And uh, Partey has been missing for the last few weeks and was expected to be back in time for the run-up and including festive fixtures for Arsenal. However, according to report from England local media, Partey could actually be missing out for longer with a return, with a return in January of 2024 not being ruled out. Now, the Ghana midfielder has suffered a number of injury problems since signing for Arsenal from Atletico Madrid. Uh, Mikel Ateta has been unable to use Partey alongside Declan Rice as much he'd like this season. Partey's injury could well force Arsenal into the market in January, as there has also been speculation over his future, with clubs in Italy set to be keen on him. Now, in Colombia, uh, Colombia-born Liverpool footballer Luis Diaz's father has been released by the left-wing guerrilla who kidnapped him 13 days ago. That's according to the police and local media in Colombia. Uh, Luis Manuel Diaz was handed over to United Nations and Catholic Church officials by members of the National Liberation Army. He was abducted on 28th of October in the family's hometown, Barrancas. The footballer's mother was also seized, but was freed within hours. Local media said Mr. Diaz had traveled by military helicopter to the city of Validupa, where he will undergo a medical examination before being returned to his family. Uh, they also quoted authorities as saying that he was in good state of health with no signs of mistreatment. And according to a newspaper in Colombia, there were tearful scenes in the neighborhood where the couple lived, with family members taking to their cars to drive through the streets in celebration. 
Most of them were dressed in Liverpool team shirts, bearing the number three, 23, and Luis Diaz's name. Now, Argentina and Inter Miami superstar Lionel Messi and legendary French footballers in Indian Zidane have been engaged in a conversation about football. And it was, has been put together by Adidas Football. Now, Zidane is widely regarded as one of the finest players to grace the football field. And the Frenchman was known for his immaculate playmaking skills, dribbling ability, and elegance on the ball. Zidane, who won 13 major titles for club and company. Wendy's new breakfast two for $3 biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Uh, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two for $3 biggie bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. Including the FIFA World Cup in 1998 and the UEFA Champions League during a 17-year-long senior career has been described by Lionel Messi as one of the greatest ever. No, bueno, yo no es porque está acá presente, pero ya lo he dicho muchas veces. Para mí, él es uno de los más grandes de la historia. Siempre, siempre lo miré, siempre me gustó. Lo seguí mucho en el, el Madrid, lo sufrí mucho también porque yo era de, del Barcelona. Me acuerdo la época de, del Madrid, de los Galácticos, de la Copa Europa que, que ganaron que tenían un equipazo, lo bien que jugaba ese, ese equipo, los jugadores que tenía. Pero bueno, él siempre fue un jugador diferente, elegante, arte, magia, tenía todo. Y, y vuelvo a repetir, no es porque está acá, porque ya lo he dicho más de, de una vez que, que para, mí, para mí es uno de los, de los más grandes de, de la historia. Y bueno, tengo muchos recuerdos de él. Me acuerdo, bueno, el gol de al Leverkusen en la final de Champions, el gol de Zurda que hace, los goles del Mundial, las finales de Brasil, de, de, la típica ruleta de la pisada. <risa> Hay una jugada al Valencia, creo que, que termina siendo un golazo. Ah, sí, sí. Que termina definiendo de Zurda. Bueno, son cosas que al que le gusta el gol del fútbol, eh, lo disfrutaba y yo... Lo disfruté mu muchísimo, más allá de, de sufrirlo también, porque, porque yo soy, soy, era y soy hincha del Barcelona, pero, pero los grandes jugadores ya traspasan la, la camiseta al país. Y, Eso, sí, sí. Y era, era hermoso verlo. A él y a toda esa generación de, de jugador, de equipo que tenían, la selección de Francia, que fueron campeón del mundo, también una gran selección, con jugadores grandísimos. Pero bueno, él era... Como hablábamos, el diferente, el 10. Más allá que no tenía el 10 en el Madrid, era el jugador diferente. Es que describir a Teo, en pocas palabras, con algún momento que se te venga de la cabeza, Teo tiene que No, es una solo, magia. Pero de verdad, porque al final es. es uh, y lo que me gusta, no estamos todos los días juntos con Leo, pero hoy es un día importante para mí para decirle la admiración que tengo para él y a, la, a toda la gente que le gusta el fútbol y le gusta estos jugadores que son, que son diferentes que para mí es magia puro magia en el sentido que antes de Villarreal sabía lo que había que hacer y sobre todo para mí que, que entiendo de fútbol ver a uno en el campo casi sabía lo que ibas a hacer sabes como, como claro, una conexión pero y cuando veo hacer lo que hace en el campo, digo, jo, eh, esto ya está. 
Entonces la gente es, es lo que quiere ver en el, en el fútbol. Un jugador que, que son pocos. Hay, pero como él no, pocos, muy pocos. Bueno, uno. <risa> Well, they've also been speaking about the fading significance of the number 10 role in football in recent time. Otro digo es algo muy muy fuerte que que va va a seguir estando por muchísimos años más y no tengo duda de eso como como estuvo hasta hasta que estuvo presente, ya te digo, va en generación en generación porque mis hijos, como te decía antes, saben de Diego sin, sí, sí. sin haberlo sin visto, haber visto nunca, sí, claro. nada, por, por video, por lo que le contamos. Uh -huh. y, y claro, para nosotros es muy, muy importante su, su figura por todo lo que representó a Argentino, por cómo somos los argentinos, pero también a, a nivel mundial, como sí, decía. Sí, fue, sí. Fue, pero eh, es verdad que, que el 10 todo, cuando de pequeño queríamos tener todo el, el número 10. El equipo era el, bueno, el, que, el líder. Sí, siempre era como el jugador diferente, ¿no? Claro, y todos queríamos es, ser jugador diferente. Es, eh, diferente, es verdad. Todos no creíamos un jugador diferente, por más que, sí, sí. que no, lo, no lo seamos, todos queríamos tener eh, el 10, realmente, de chiquito. Hoy no sé si es tanto. ¿Cómo? Hoy no sé si es tanto el No, es verdad. Día. Es lo que hablamos con la gente. Hoy en día es no, no tan importante como, como antes, como tú, como tú decías. Es verdad que el 10 hoy... También el, el sitio, el, el, se la mucho, posición. Claro, sí. se, se pierde mucho, ¿sabes? Se, si juegan 4-3-3, 4-4-2, el 10 como si... Una posición que tenía antes que reflejaba que era el 10, el media punta, el enganche, como lo llamábamos nosotros. Eso es. Ahora hay muchos equipos que juegan 4-3-3 y son más interiores que, uh -huh. que 10. O el 4-4-2 lineal no entra tampoco. Sí. Es verdad que, que queda un poco. Pero bueno, menos mal que juegas todavía, que, <risa> que existe todavía el 10. Ahora se transforma mucho o en interiores o en extremos falsos. Eh, pues sí. que son malos 10. Pero es verdad que el 10 nuestro, por ejemplo, el que caracterizaba siempre al 10 argentino, el media punta, enganche, Riquel, Neymar, sí. eh, hay poco ya de eso. Ajá. O no hay. Sí, es verdad. O no hay, se perdió mucho. That's fascinating. An opportunity to listen to two of football greatest have a conversation. My name is Razak Musbao and thank you for being part of Prime Sports. We'll be back sometime tomorrow at Nessus PM Express. Sports segments was